Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Zoomer Pod. My name is Randy. I am the Boomer. And I'm RJ. I am the Zoomer. And this is episode seven of season two. So we... Uh, well underway. Well underway. Um, as you can see, we were laughing. We got mm-hmm. the giggles before we got started because um, somebody kept clearing their throat during my countdown, and then it took us yeah. a mm-hmm. few times to get going here. The so. second one might have been purposeful, but the first one I just needed <laughs> Yeah, to, I know the I second for, one. I, I forgot like that you include the countdown <laughs> in the... In the intro, so I was like, "Well, there's now's the time to clear my throat. It's now until." Okay, well, there you go. I appreciate you clearing mm-hmm. your throat. And now, you, are you are you clear? For now, yes. You got your you, is you got your phlegm For relaxed now, yes. and all right, cool. I'm glad glad to know that. Didn't so. Exactly, have anywhere to spit it, so it might <laughs> come back. But all right. Um, so we're gonna kind of approach it just a little bit different mm-hmm. this time. Usually, we'll talk about what we watched. Um, more towards the end. At the end, yeah. So, but we want to start off with something that we watched because it's going to kind of lead into our topic of the day and uh, or of the of the um, episode episode. So, um, we got a chance to finally sit down, and it's crazy. It took us so long to watch it. I mean, yeah. like I just feel like we was sleeping as much as we say we like comedy. Like, yeah, I yeah, feel yeah. like we were sleeping so bad on this. You know, he was on. We're talking about Patrice O'Neill, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, we, we so we watched yeah. Patrice O'Neill, Patrice O'Neill, um, Elephant in the Elephant Room in the special room. from 2011. And so, as uh, I don't know if he, if you know Patrice O'Neill, you know he passed away. And we got at least I got interested in him because everybody says he was a comics comic. Mm-hmm. Like, and after watching, I know why. But yeah. from Kevin Hart to Joe Rogan to you know, just every time I heard his name come up, people just talk about how hilarious, funny he is, and yeah. how much they looked up to him, and how he was probably one of the funniest people they had ever met. I mean, mm-hmm. when you see Kevin Hart on Joe Rogan, like Kevin Hart is just literally crying, telling yeah, talking a, about telling stories. us stories about him, like literally with tears in his eyes. Well, him and Rogan both yeah. are with tears in their eyes, just. And it's like a, it was almost like an inside joke because they were just laughing mm-hmm. so hard because they just know how funny he was. And so we finally sat down and watched yeah, I guess Elephant should, in the Moon. We should probably over, say. Or, or Elephant um, in the Moon. But. I knew him from, I, I recognized him because he had a role in the office as one of the downstairs dudes. Um, but um, I didn't know who he was when I watched it the first couple times around. And then when I was watching this, we were talking about because he just had. Um, they're doing some documentary about his life. And okay. that's kind of what got us interested in him in the first place. Right. And I was like, oh, it's that dude. So I kind of knew who he was, but I had only really seen him when he's playing a character. And I didn't really know who, kind of who he who, was. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, apparently he was a very interesting dude. He obviously mm-hmm. was funny, funny, funny. Um, and apparently he was offered a lot of opportunity and just... Coming from the mainstream people, you hear them, they kind of feel like he squandered it away mm-hmm. by wanting to stay a little bit too true yeah. to himself. When um, keeping it real goes wrong. Yeah, when keeping it real goes wrong, basically. Because I think they wanted to give him a show and all that, and he was just, you know, no. they, they was like, yeah. And he just he just wasn't by the rule type of guy. He just wasn't going to conform any of that stuff. So... 
Anyway, so if you haven't seen it, um, we definitely recommend you check yeah, it out. Sit down and watch um, it. It's funny. A, it is funny. Now, this is why we want to get started with this because it is. Would you say it was? Was it vulgar? Yeah, um, it was pretty vulgar. It was pretty vulgar. It's, I think it's, he. Yeah, he got it, into it a couple times. Yeah, it's it's fairly vulgar, and it is very what we were we used to say raunchy. Yeah. And, but the, so the, the reason why I think we like the Chappelle's, I think why we like the Rogan's, I think we like, why we like the Bill Burr's, mm -hmm. I think why we like, you know, um, who else I'm trying to think. There's one other, per one other person I'm trying to, that's leaving my head right now, but. Like what? Describe. In the sense that they throw it all on the line. In what? the. Segura? Is that who you're Segura. Yeah. They just put it all on the line, 100%. Like, I could literally lose my career behind this stand-up. Yeah. Behind the stand-up, but it's what I do, and it's worth it to me. Yeah. And I know my people that care about me will stand behind me. Um, and when I say that, I mean other comics and, you know, mm. things like that. I don't know how controversial it like his stand up was at in 2011. Time. Yeah. But that that would definitely be up there with how we feel about Paper Tigers, Bill Burr. Yeah. And Segura. And yeah, it Segura. was just one of those like I mean, it's and I think this is what comedy used to be. Mhm. Mm and that's no matter who you are, when you come and sit down in that auditorium, there's a chance something is going to offend you. Yeah. Now, again, I remember a time when we wasn't offended by stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, now people are going to be offended because it's like, should I laugh at that? Oh, we shouldn't say that. We shouldn't do that kind of deal. Mm -hmm. But there used to be a time where you just went and you just laughed, right? And you, yeah. you moved on. And the, But you knew, like, oh, he's going after this or going that. And like we always say, as long as everybody's fair game, everybody's fair game. Yeah. You know, and so I just found his stand-up to be so kind of nostalgic in that sense of, like, I'm just... But apparently he was like that all All the time, the just time. kind of on. Just on, yeah. yeah. And every stand-up, everything we've seen, even that roast where he did the roast, and he didn't even roast a person. He, Charlie Sheen roasted roast. everybody else. He but roasted Sheen. everybody else. And, I mean, he went at yeah, everybody. Not yeah. nice to them. And so, and that's, but everybody loved him for that because mm -hmm. they understood, like, it's a joke. Like, yeah. you know, and, and I think we've just gotten so far away from that. So, um, you know, like I said, we, we're moving into the point where I just want to start bouncing things off each other as far as perspective. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you were born in 2004. I don't know how far you remember back and things like that, but you've always been in kind of a, you've been raised in a PC culture, mm -hmm. although you love comedy and you love, like, old school comedy. Yeah. Right? And th those types of comics. What do you like when you watch something like that? What what are the tingles that you get? What are the feelings that you get? Like what goes through your mind when you're watching him say some um, of the things he say? I don't know. Like you said, I even though I was kind of raised around it, I think in the more I guess you could say formative years, 
like 11, 12, I was taking in a lot of YouTube that probably isn't the best for an 11 or 12 year old to take in as far as like vulgarity goes. Right. And so I think that kind of prepared me or kind of shaped me into like that, not as into PC culture as a lot of other people are. So I didn't really, for the most part, there was a couple of times where I was like, where he was like talking directly to the ladies in the crowd, <laughs> asking them about their boobs and stuff like that. I was like, that seems harassment <laughs> Right. Right. Which he addressed. Yeah. 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 But, <laughs> and then that entire bit, I was like, man, if this wasn't funny, it would be awkward. But for the most part, I think it was... I think for the most part, there was never a moment where I was like, or I was like, besides kind of the harassment bit, if it wasn't as funny as it was and when he was talking directly to the ladies in the crowd. Happy harassment day. Yeah, yeah, happy harassment. What did he say? He said Tuesday before Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tuesday before Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. Happy happy harassment day. Should be able to say what I want. Um, so, So that's the thing. And now, I'll tell you, um, you know, Chappelle does it. I don't think in this sense, Burr says things that's just not politically correct. Mm-hmm. I think Segura straddles a line of not correct and truth. So yeah. one of the one of the um, one of the classic stand-ups is Chris Rock's stand-up. And I can't remember it, I don't forget, I forget the name of that one, but it was so and so this is where I got to decide how much I want to straddle that line, mm-hmm. right? Because um, I grew up around comics. I grew up around comedy. I grew and, and and I grew up around what I feel truth. Like there's just there's truth to a lot of stuff, and mm-hmm. it's so I say that to say Chris Rock had a special that was just stroud in truth, and it's stroud in truth that people don't want to hear. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, you know, um, and and when when you're a comic and you're straddling that line, you know, I think Chappelle does it to a little bit, a little bit. But when you're straddling that line of just telling, when you're saying things that people don't want to hear, mm-hmm. but you kind of know it's truthful. And also, we live in a PC culture where people will fight against it simply for the, for the sake of, oh, we're not supposed to say it. You're not supposed to say that. Whether it's truth or not, mm-hmm. you, you're not supposed to say that. I love it when somebody has the balls to get on stage and just say things that are truthful mm-hmm. that you're not supposed to say, yeah. right? And that, to me, that's what I got from that. That's why I just loved that stand-up because it was a whole bunch of truth. And it, we don't want to sit here and tell people's jokes, you know, because definitely we want you to watch yeah. it. I mean, it was an hour and 17 minutes, so it would be hard to run through. Well, not tell them all, but I don't even want to yeah. tell any of them. But it's just this, and people might look at it, you know, people might look at it and be like, oh, that was just, you know, uh, that was out of line, Yeah. right? Um, but there are certain comics and there are certain people that just tell truth. Mm-hmm. And we've gotten to the point where truth can't be told outright. 
know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And even people who believe believe what you say, because I've seen it. I've I know people who believe certain things or believe a certain way or say certain things or whatever. Yeah. When they are in a public forum, all of a sudden they're like, ah, yeah, I mean, no, yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah, no, you shouldn't say that. It's like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah you know, and so um, that's what I really loved about his stand-up, mm-hmm. right, is that it, it was just shrouded in just truth, and he made it funny. Mm-hmm. Um, Joe Rogan, his was shrouded in truth, but he was so genius at the way he reflected it back on himself, like, yeah, I'm dumb for thinking like this. Yeah. And then he would say something like, it was mm-hmm. like, but he would always go, well, you know, I'm, I'm probably stupid for thinking like this. Yeah. But then he'd say it, and, and, and he'd say it in a way that made you think about what he was saying, you know, very smart. So it was a very smart way of doing it. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, <clears throat> no, you've got a clear throat. Well, yeah, you gave me the clear throat disease. Mm. Um, just so you know, this is. I just wrote the word kike on my paper. So, you know, so <laughs> we'll get there. Um, Why? You're going to have to cut that one out. No, I'm not going to cut it out because it's a, it's a topic. Um, you ever heard about that? Mm-hmm. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Okay. But I just want to let you know, like, I know that's a teaser. Now people are going to be like, oh, my God, we got to stick around yeah. for that. Um, oh, I know I, what you're referring to. Yeah. Okay. 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 So uh, <laughs> you're like, oh, wow. I just remi- I think I know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So that leads me into um, the whole deal that went down. So just real quick, watch the special. You'll mm-hmm. understand what we're talking about. Be ready. It's not kid friendly. Yeah. Um, be ready to have a little bit of your senses, you overwhelmed. know, overwhelmed with should I should I just turn this off and not watch <laughs> this again? Should I call somebody and tell them I watched this because if it comes out like twenty years from now that I watched this special and didn't turn it off, <laughs> and and you know, then you're gonna get canceled, you know, whatever. So. Uh, definitely check that out. 20 years from now, somebody's running for president, and it's like, here's a clip of them watching, watching this Elephant right. in the Room, and, every, and they, 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 they are, denounce they it. Are 30 minutes in, can you believe it? And yep. everybody, <gasps> the horror. <laughs> the horror. <laughs> Don't like. Um, so um, apparently, we neither one of us watched it, because for some reason, we decided not to watch the Grammys, because yeah. the Grammys not worth oh. watching. Yeah, boycott the Grammys um, at this point. Yeah, I'm not boycotting not it. I, just, I knew it was coming on. I was just like, Mom was gonna watch it, I think, but we ended up watching. She or she forgot about it, and we watched something else. No, until I know. Afterwards, yeah, no, I I know she probably was gonna watch it, but I don't know. I knew it was on, and mm-hmm. I was just like, nah, I'm not gonna watch it. Yeah, so I, mean, I think you know, apparently their viewership dropped by fifty percent. I can imagine. Um, and I think I think people are just kind of getting tired, especially it's after just, the whole the weekend thing, because I mean, I, they didn't like. I don't think you realized how big that whole like the weekend thing was. Because his album was like, I know you don't know much about him, but he was huge. No, I know. I don't. I don't know how much, it, how and big it became. I do know it was a thing. I don't know how mm-hmm. big it became. And so, so I think people kind of, I think people kind of looked at it and went like, I think people were like, well, you think that it, that had a lot. You do think that that had something to do. I think with, it um, had a decent amount. I think it definitely contributed a decent amount. Because, like I said, it was such a big thing. And then, 
I mean, so many artists. And then what happened with Tyler last year, I think, kind of was a big thing because he won, like, was it Best Rap Album? He won Best Rap Album for Igor, and Igor was not a rap album. And he went on afterwards, and he was like, I mean, it's kind of bittersweet. I'm glad I won this because it's kind of been, I mean, you know, it's a Grammy. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like, this wasn't a rap album. Or, like, he won something with, like, Urban in the title, and he was like, Urban to me just seems like a PC N-word at this point. Like they just yeah, I remember him saying that. They lump us all in. So I think, like, kind of a culmination of events between the weekends thing and that last year kind of all came to a head with people being like, like the Grammys. Oh well. Yeah. Well, see, I don't. Again, I don't know. Um, I don't know why. Well, I don't know how much that had anything to do with it because I just don't think people. People get outraged for five minutes and then they move on. So I don't know. Maybe it did. I know that he has fanatically fa- fanatical fans. I just think a lot of the old guard stuff is just going away. Mm-hmm. Like n- nobody young, does, they don't want to watch the Grammys. They don't want to watch because it means nothing anymore. Yeah. Um, you know, when they controlled media, when they controlled media, they controlled what people wanted to see. Mm-hmm. Now people are like, well, you can tell me that was a favorite whatever. My favorite thing happened on YouTube. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or yeah. or whatever. So I have no interest in your, quote, establishment stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's just your generation, again, being disruptors. I just keep going back to that. Like, you guys are disruptors. Like, you know, after enough older people just stop watching the Grammys, what, is, what will the Grammys do? Yeah, yeah. You know, same thing with, you know... Um, the Oscars and different things like that. People yeah. are just, and people are getting I, tired of it. I think, go ahead. Well, I think, like you said, I mean, you know, people my age aren't really watching it because the thing is, is that, I mean, most kids my age, like, I looked at best album nominees and I only recognized Taylor Swift because it's Taylor Swift. Every single other album, I was like, I have never heard of this album. Now, I'm not saying they're not good albums, but it's like there were a plethora of other people, not even just like rap artists, just other people that I heard about their album coming out and I haven't, I didn't see their name anywhere. Right. And so I think it's a mix between them still kind of like picking the same, almost like the same kinds of music. I saw a TikTok about it where it's like, he was like, um, here are the nominees and it's like just the same basic lump categories. Um, And like the last one, he was like the one that deserves to win and that you want to win, but you know, isn't going to. And I feel like that's kind of it where it's like, at this point, everybody knows the best album isn't really going to win. It's the album that they that people that older people are like want to see win or think like, well, I recognize that name or I heard that song on the radio the most. So. But people don't the people don't vote. That's the thing. Well, no, but I'm saying like I think it's to, like to older people. It's like still it's like well that makes sense that they uh, won Taylor Swift won. She's Taylor Swift to everybody else. It's like well. Like whether you listen to the Taylor Swift album or not, it's like it's like it makes Taylor sense Swift. that Taylor Swift yeah. won. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't want to get into the Grammys as that much, but anyway, um, since we do talk rap all the time, Nas won. Yeah. Now, from somebody who has been around since Nas's heyday, mm-hmm. and somebody who listened to King Disease, I'm not gonna say I listened to it. A lot, but I listened to it a few. I gave it a few runs, mm-hmm. right? I gave it, 
as many runs as I'm probably going to get give Nas. I'm not the biggest Nas fan. Yeah. So I guess I should preface it by that. There are just fanatical Nas fans. Yeah. Um, Nas is very lyrical. Nas is very pretty deep. I just there's something about him that just never really resonated with me. Yeah. Um. So I might be a little bit little biased here, mm-hmm. but it for me it feels like it was an honorary award. It was nostalgic. It's yeah. it's like Nas can't go through his career being Nas and not have a Grammy and being like being in most people's top five, top ten if not top five. Mm-hmm. And he 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 doesn't have a Grammy, and That's he's not gonna on. get. He's not gonna. I don't think he's gonna make another album at this point that is gonna be Grammy worthy. Worthy. I saw a lot of people saying that. Um, really? We wanted um, we wanted Freddie, Freddie Gibbs. or I wanted Freddie Gibbs to win. Um, I think you said you wanted that to win too. Yeah, but I wanted. I, so the thing is, that's one of those I want to win. Yeah, I wanted Freddie to win. I wanted Freddie to win. I think honestly, I listened to besides the D Savage, or I didn't listen to the D Savage or Royce to Five Nine, and I listened to the King Disease once. Not D Savage was D Smoke. D Smoke. Um, D Smoke. Yeah, D Savage. Right. He was that, right? Car. That was ridiculous for him to be there. Like I said, he was just there simply because he spoke Spanish on his album. But go ahead. Nah, I mean, even then, I think I I, I didn't see people say that, but it was like, um, it was. What do people say? Just, you know, it was like his first album. They had to, like, people would be like, oh, D-Smoke. But anyway, um, I didn't listen to the Royce to Five Nine or the um, D-Smoke. But I did listen to King Disease, like, I think twice. I listened to Freddie Gibbs and a writ, what, Read a Testimony um, a number of times. And I think out of those three... Read a Testimony should have probably won. I would still give it to... I think should I still, have or wanted to. I There's a think, difference. I don't know. I still think it should have gone to Alfredo. I love Alfredo. Yeah. Like I love Alfredo, and and I'm not mad like that. You think that? Only reason I say written testimony is because written testimony, when you listen to it, it gets exponentially better and better and better. You realize it's a genius album. Um, and it was it was album length. There's something about Alfredo that feels short. It doesn't feel as short a as... A written testimony is shorter than... Is it? A written testimony. Or a written testimony is shorter than Alfredo. Are you sure? I'm I don't know sure. why it Let feels check, longer. But it's, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's only like, like sub 30 minutes. And Alfredo's... Um, let me look. Okay, so let me move on into the next deal, right? So Alfredo's uh, 35 and what? A written testimony... Just a second, taking a while to load. What? Don't blame me. Blame the phone. <laughs> Why did it go back to thirty-nine minutes? Oh, okay. So, so now, is, the same but way. you know what? But it's I will. Say, I, I will say that. So it's it's, but it's shorter than it is in my mind. So we're kind of mixed there. Yeah. Um. So apparently, um, Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion performed mm-hmm. WAP. If you don't know what WAP stands for. Look it up. I think most of you guys. You do. might want to add Cardi B after, or else it's going to take you to a very different website. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, um, so the song is gratuitously sexual. Um, 
and they play it out. I mean, it's Cardi B and it's mm-hmm. Meg Thee Stallion. That's their characters. That's what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what they've done since day one. Whoever thought it was good to put them on there is, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But apparently there's an uproar about it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's an uproar in the fact that they put that on television because apparently there was a bunch of grinding and there's, I mean, again, it's a pretty vulgar song. The whole, yeah. I don't even, I mean, they, again, I don't know why you put it on there because it's just a vulgar. So I did watch it, actually. I was like, okay, because you said you were, I think you said I meant you, to watch it in the day. I was like, I'll, I'll watch it, see what everybody's talking about. And I heard Ben Shabibo, uh complaining about it. Okay. So I was like, well, let's see what he's talking about. But um, continue. I was just saying that. No, no. So I guess my so since you watched it because I'm I'm gonna move on I've already set it up. Your thoughts on it? I mean, it was for television. Cardi B, but the thing is, is that I didn't think it was as bad as everybody made it out to be. I mean, the thing is, is that Nicki Minaj has been going on television and dancing like that for a long time. But so let's get away from the performance itself. Mm-hmm. Let's just get to the song itself. Well, the song like so the song itself, I mean, they didn't they did kind of the radio version. They didn't do like the very explicit version, but I mean, you know, everybody has kind of heard the song well, so they know. So that's what I'm saying. Should there even be a radio version of that song? Um the thing, I mean, it was made so, to no, be. No, it was it, made, it give was it to made. me from your perspective as in from your generation and just what you've experienced and what you experience on a daily basis because we're going to get into that. Do you think that that's something that should be on the radio? Not KISS FM. <laughs> like maybe maybe different types of radio, but I don't know. There if are no different types of radio. Radio not, is radio. No, but there's KISS FM, which we listened to all the time when I was a kid, and then there was the old 93.3 before it went to... Well, that's a hip-hop station, but... I know, but that's what I'm saying. So it shouldn't be on KISS FM where like, mo- where it's just playing like pop music that most kids are going to listen to, but if another station that more centers around rap and that kind of stuff, because modern rap isn't way, way different, then it's just not as blunt. So... Okay, so let's break this down. When you just said, not on Kiss FM, because of what what little kids are going to listen to. Kids are going to listen to what their parents are listening to. So what you said in a bypass around the way, around kind of way, is, and I don't think you meant it like this, but that is kind of what I feel like you said is, well, not on Kiss FM, because that's where little white kids are. Because most black kids with their parents are probably going to listen to an R&B station or a hip-hop station. But that's what I'm saying. That's that subtleness of, like, maybe not Kiss FM because that's, that's where it could be offensive. But over here, it might be okay. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, like I said, I don't even think that you consciously thought that. And, gosh, I want to... I'm going to have to write that down for an episode because a lot of people have been talking about like unconscious racism or, or mm-hmm. just the unconscious racism that black people alone have in their head and how they show it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and things like that, like, oh, 
well, it's good over here, but that's not good over there. That was one of those things, like, because unconsciously you, you realize, like, probably more white kids listen to Kiss FM mm-hmm. than black kids, I'm guessing. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, um, so again, there's a big controversy, and then somebody, you know, who I highly respect, who is a female, um, who has a daughter and a son, was they were saying, and this is kind of going to go back into the careers of of some of these women, but they were saying how they can't believe people are all up in arms about this. Um, you know, what about two live crew back then? Why wasn't everybody up in arms about that? And you know what we listened to when we grew up, and mm-hmm. you know, and all these things, and. I didn't have time to get in. It was a conversation that I would have loved to have sitting down with them. It's not a conversation I want to have on social media. Yeah. I didn't feel like typing that much. <laughs> um, but I, for one, who, as a person who loves raunchy, raunchy comedy, who loves realism, who, who I'm not easily offended by almost anything mm-hmm. when it comes to stuff like that, I personally think it's gotten out of control. And I don't think it's comparable because the whole thing that now is like, well, these women are just expressing their sexuality. And I I personally hate the idea that you are you are grouping certain things in with expressing your sexuality. Mm-hmm. Right? Because even as men, we're not allowed to, we can't walk around with a, just a damn thong on, like, and just say, like, hey, you know, I'm just going to sex my sexuality, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think there's limits. I think there's limits for both both sides. We, there's things we can't, we can't push our boobs up and out. We can't do that. Like we just can't I do mean, that. So I don't know. Most guys don't have Now we can, we can walk. To be fair, though, we can like right now if I would because we always talk about shirtless jogger, shirtless mm-hmm. jogger, yeah, shirtless, shirtless. You know, jogger. it's never a woman. Mm-hmm. It's always a man. Yeah, it's always right. A dude. So usually they're old too, which I don't understand. But we do. There is that part, right? Mm-hmm. And if and they did this in Toronto when I was with Mac, they had just passed a bill in Toronto that women could walk around with no tops on if they wanted to. Really? Yeah, because they, they fought, and, and, and I'm 100% for that. They fought. They was like, look, if men can walk around with no tops, why the hell can we walk around with no tops? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm 100%. I'm 100% good on that. Not because I want to see boobs, <laughs> but because I, I do think that that is a double standard, mm-hmm. right? That is a double standard that needs to go away, right? Um, we can't, we can't, separate by oh because you have boobs and yeah, you have they extra, seem sexual that you can't walk around with them yeah you have like extra that. like meat on your chest or yeah. whatever so it's okay for us <laughs> as what you call them says chest meat yeah um, chest, yeah <laughs> um so anyway but i the, so the, none of this is new like they're trying to make it seem like this stuff is new like but if you go back and listen to little kim's first album it's worse than any Cardi B or Nicki Minaj <laughs> album there was. Um, then there's Nicki, 
and yeah. then there's Cardi, and now there's Megan, um, and there's been other ones. Like, there have been some raunchy women in the past. The bigger problem for me is that it's more accessible, and I don't think that that's what people understand, mm-hmm. is it's more accessible. So my problem with, actually with WAP, when it first came out, I immediately was like, yeah, no, I don't approve. I don't approve. Not that I don't approve of them making it. Not that I don't approve of them making a video. Not that I don't approve of them putting it out. I don't approve of the fact, well, I think you have to take into consideration that we have Snapchat and we have TikTok and all that. And Savage was like the biggest song. So there's all these little girls that know Meg the Stallion. Mm -hmm. I'm Savage, you know, classy, bougie, ratchet, you know, the whole on yours. Huh? I said, don't get us taken down. You're going to get a copyright strike <laughs> on this entire podcast. There's no beating sign. So, um, you know, rhythm either. I knew, I knew there was going to be backlash because I knew, like, now these little girls are like, oh, Meg's got something new. Mm-hmm. Right? No, Meg's got something new. Let me, and so this is what I told my friend. I said, yes, two life crew was raunchy, right? And I said, the thing is, when we was kids, you either had to be those parents, you either had to, you either had to be a kid that had those parents mm-hmm. that didn't care what you listened to and didn't care what you watched for the most part, mm-hmm. or you had to have a friend <laughs> that had that parents. parents. And I said, and to be fair, I had those parents, right? Mm-hmm. I knew... Every Richard Pryor album, cover to cover, word for word, <laughs> by the time I was like eight, nine years old, mm-hmm. because we listened to it so much. It wasn't hidden. So there's this thing that people used to always talk about, like Red Fox albums, Richard Pryor albums. Um, certain people, they were called, they would hide them. You'd hide those albums, and you only bring them out when certain people came over. Yeah. Right? No, they was always front and center. When we got in a car... Yeah. When we got in the car, Papa would just literally, we had eight-track tapes. He would literally put in Richard Pryor eight-track tapes. I knew him backwards and forwards. Right? It was never, nothing was off limits in the household. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was people that it was. Like, they, they had no idea that this stuff was out there. They had no idea that this stuff went on. They had no idea these words existed, right? Yeah. And people was able to keep their kids from that. Now, like... Every kid has access to everything in their hand, mm-hmm. in their pocket. No matter how much parents are going like, ah, you know, I monitor my kids. I monitor my kids' internet activity. I monitor this, I monitor that. Yeah, you just see that they was on TikTok. You don't see that there's a, the, the, the silhouette challenge going on on TikTok, <laughs> right? You don't, yeah. see it, you don't see the drop it challenge well, I think, on TikTok, you I know? Think, um, I think YouTube's a little different from TikTok. Because it's easier to access like what your kids actually been watching on um, it's on YouTube. To, on YouTube, yeah. And to be frank, if you walk past and you see your like nine year old kid on TikTok and somebody's doing the silhouette challenge, like I don't want to say you can assume, but or I don't want to say you can one hundred percent assume, 
but TikTok has an algorithm that gives you, like, if you like a video with a certain sound or a certain, like, a certain topic, whether, like, butts or whatever, like, you can, <laughs> you <laughs> like, butts. Yeah. Um, like, TikTok will be like, all right, here's more butt video. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so if you walk past and you see your, like, if you walk past a few times and your kid's, like, looking at the silhouette challenge or the busset challenge or the show your butt challenge or whatever, like, you can assume, okay, well, he's been liking other videos, and then it's time to be like, okay. But, so, but, so, <laughs> but, <laughs> regardless, however they got there, they got there, mm-hmm. and it's accessible. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to go from, back in the day, you didn't go from Baby Shark to listening to Richard yeah. Pryor, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, there was a long jump from that. <laughs> it With TikTok and YouTube, it's not a long jump from you know, baby shark to, unless there's like serious parental controls on there. Well, like there is, there is parental controls and there's YouTube kids, which automatically. I know, but what I'm saying, out. how many parents, this goes into our South Park episode. Like that was, you know, the South Park episode about the Apple. Like we get to do all this to you because you. Oh yeah. Make, yeah. Most parents aren't going through setting up, especially after a kid's like eight, nine yeah. years old. Right. You, you, you know, you're not going to set up for the most part a lot of times. The kid stuff. Most parents aren't going to go through their, you know, their kids' history. I mean, it's so, but either way it go, it's so accessible, mm-hmm. right? And one thing leads to another, and this is the conversation we have to have because I, I listened to this guy um, talk about how a mom who wants to kid, well, mom, did we talk about this? A mom who wants to feed her kid organic food. Baby food mm-hmm. ends up in QAnon. Oh yeah, and oh, yeah. we talk about that. One we didn't talk about that in depth. But I, I can kind of understand. It's like organic food, and then it's like, well, it, yeah, and so what's in it? Well, it's these Facebook groups, yeah. right? And it's a group, and then I don't want to get too far off topic because I want to talk about it one day. But it's so funny. I, I was telling Charles about that, and he he was like, "Wow, that's wow!" And I just sent him a, yeah. a I sent him a story today from a lady who was like. I just joined this mom mom's group, and next thing I know, I'm in QAnon. I'm, it's <laughs> like a, I'm in. A, I'm part of a QAnon group, and so it's as long anyway. Yeah, I mean, I can see it though. It doesn't seem. Oh like no, it'd be that, it's like it seems like, especially for moms and stuff like that. It seems like it'd be an easy jump. It yeah, and it it this guy broke it down, but he was he broke down almost anything. You can like like hot rods in some mm-hmm. way somehow you're going to end up in some it's splinter almost, group. It's almost like the Wikipedia game. Where it's like you go just on follow, there, you go. It's like click on this link and it's like it sends you here and then it's like all right, where's this thing that kind of relates to this? And then you just sit there and you follow it until right. you end up at Ruben's somewhere cube. you didn't have no idea yeah. to start. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it. Um, where was I going with that? So um, we were no, about so so kids have that. It's accessible, mm-hmm. right? They go on there to to see Charlie D'Amelio, right? Yeah. Next thing you know, Charlie D'Amelio leads to, I don't even TikTok know. TikTok compilation. Yeah, uh, yeah, and then it leads to somebody else. And then the, and next thing you know, it's not even a teen girl anymore. It's a mm-hmm. grown woman doing a TikTok challenge. And then, and, and then you watch that, and then, you know. And next thing you know, you're just like, how'd you end up at the Silhouette Challenge? Or how did you end up at the Busset Challenge? <laughs> yeah, or how did you end up, up on WAP? <laughs> yeah, how'd you end up on the WAP Challenge? <laughs> no, <laughs> so, not just the WAP Challenge, the video. <laughs> you end up, how'd on, you yeah. end up on that video. So it's it's just so accessible. Um, mm-hmm. 
And I do think that that is a problem, 100% a problem, because, um, again, they wouldn't let two live crew on stage yeah. to perform at the Grammys, you know? Um, they didn't let violent rap. N.W.A. wasn't on the Grammys, you know? So all this stuff has been around. But it's just so much more accessible mm-hmm. now. And I do think it's detrimental. Now, again, this is where the feminists and this is where people who talk about, you know, not sexual, not, you know, the sexual revolution of women and all that. But as a dad, that doesn't even have girls. Like, I, I'm looking at it from the point of protecting the girls mm-hmm. because they see that stuff. They act like that because they do. I, I don't care what anybody says. Like, you look at the amount of, and I don't even, the funny thing is, I don't even have TikTok. I don't have Snap. I do have Reels because I have Instagram. Yeah. Now people are crossing their, their TikToks over to, just their reels. Yeah. And the amount of questionable behavior by 60-year-old women down <laughs> to 12-year-old girls, it's, it's just concerning to me, mm-hmm. right? Because it is 100%. It, it comes off sexual. Mm-hmm. But then there's this, the other side of that is this movement of you can't sexualize what I do. Yeah. And that's where I have the biggest problem is that you yell, we can take, we can take control of our sexuality and do whatever we want. Oh, but you can't sexualize us well okay so i guess i don't know i guess it kind of depends now obviously if it's like um okay so let me just say this so twerking is sexual yeah no no there's there's a movement to tell you that it's not and that's my problem there's a movement to say that twerking isn't sexual there's a movement to say that pole dancing is not sexual yeah that's right and but but you can't say don't say that you can't say that you cannot say that. I haven't really seen right. anybody say twerking it. I mean, obviously, uh, oh, I'm sure, I 100%. I'm sure you've seen, I'm sure, because, I mean, you can see all sorts of things on Facebook and Twitter. But I think for the most part, I don't know how much of that I've really seen now. I think it kind of depends. Now, obviously, if it's a video of a girl, like, straight twerking, then it's, like, one thing. But I Is think, there curved twerking? Huh? Is there a curved twerking? You said straight twerking. Is there another, is there a curved kind of twerking? I don't know. Twerking but, is twerking. Sure. So if it's a video of a girl twerking, then it's one thing. And like, if she's getting upset at the guy, like guys in the comments, like, you know, like a wooga, whatever. Like, I think that that doesn't make sense. It's like you put it out there. But I have seen videos where it's like a girl just filming a video and like she's just wearing lounge clothes. And then like she whether she has a big butt. Or big boobs, right. then the then the guys in the comments are still like no again awuga and that's where I think I that's, separate I think, those. I one hundred percent agree with you, and I separate those two. Like if you cannot distinguish between 
sexuality and somebody just making a video, right? Mm -hmm. Then you've crossed the line. But I also think that there's a point where we have to be honest and we're not. We have to be honest on what is sexual mm -hmm. or not, right? And this is a conversation we can get in further. But there's, again, we get into this double standard deal of, like, it's almost like now there's this movement to tell men what they can be, what they should be attracted to when it is primal. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's primal and it's primitive. But now there's this, and, and I'm not talking about overt stuff. I'm just talking about like the way our minds think as yeah. males, what we find attractive, what, what, you know, and, and so it's so primal, but there's this movement to tell us like, you, you, you can't think like that. You can't do that. You can't. And in the same voice, women can do it. Like even some of the things women can say that men can't, it's just this, this, this line uh, I feel like I'd have to hear a couple examples because, I mean, just I think like the society or culture we live in, I think there is certain things uh, that a woman could say that in the context of a man saying it, it's like, well, that's weird. Like, well, there's always because, certain things. Yeah. So I guess I'd right. have to hear the examples before, you know, kind of taking a stance on it. Um, and it's, like I haven't like what you're saying. I haven't really seen any of that. Like I wish I would have come with an example. Like yeah. I really do wish I would have come with an example. And I don't, and I apologize because I should have come with an example. I didn't really think it was because it's kind of freeform. So mm -hmm. I knew what I was going to talk about. But it, so anyway, I do think that this whole thing is detrimental. I do think that having WAP on accessible is, you know, and mm -hmm. again, I don't, and I can't pretend to know where you can distribute Cardi B. I don't pretend to know where you can dist distribute Meg the Stallion, where it is somewhat protected. Yeah. Right? Because I can tell you, like I said about Little Kim's first album, there's so many people that's never heard Little Kim's first album. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not saying that everybody's heard Cardi B's album, but everybody knows Cardi B. She's right there on, you know, the Grammys. She's everywhere. Mm -hmm. With, you click on your phone, she's there. She you, Videos, she's there. There's commercials, she's there. You turn a look on the media, she's there. You know, I mean, so at some point you're going to be like, oh, let me check this out. Let me see who this she is. And then you're going to be exposed to her, mm -hmm. right? Um, and so I worry about the exposure to young girls backed up by the idea that this is okay, and then young teenage, young adult, whatever girls doing it, and boys are Neanderthals. Let's be honest, right? Let's let's, let's just be honest. <laughs> like we haven't we haven't developed Not very much. much. Like we stood we here. stood straight up and that was like as far <laughs> as we went in there and put some clothes on. That's as far as we went with evolutionary process, right? Mm -hmm. And so then it also makes it also makes them think that it's okay. 
And so that's why we, to a certain extent, see so much disrespect where a girl can't even just make a video mm-hmm. and dudes aren't being you know, inappropriate. I've right? talked about, like, I don't think I've talked about it on the show, but Big Mouth kind of did something like that at the beginning of one of those, their seasons. It was like this episode where they implemented a dress code and it was like for the girls, you know, it's like strict and it's like they have to wear like overalls. And then it's like, but for the guys, it's just like, don't wear shirts with bad words on it. And so it was like the girls wore like, in protests were kind of like suggestive stuff to school. And then when the guys kind of responded to it, then they're like, um, then the girls are like, well, no, we can do it, but you can't. Like, we can sexualize ourselves, but like, you can't say anything. And I think that kind of, they kind of hit it on the nail where it's like, where's that balance of, and I, then one of the characters at the end kind of had a little, I guess you could say monologue where they kind of was like, I think they kind of hit it where it was like, it was like, girls, you have to know, like, you can't just be walking around and not expect, like, whether it's, I mean, obviously, guys need, I think guys need to control themselves more, like, obviously, I don't think you should just sit there and make <laughs> remarks, even if they are wearing something suggestive, but, of course, same, let's, let's, let's same, get that out, yeah, yeah, it's like, um, guys, you can't do that, but girls, you're, like, you can't expect, or, it would be in a perfect world. That's how guys act, but unfortunately, that's not the world we live in. And so, well, these are the conversations. Like I said, if and if I <clears throat> ever stood out and jumped out there and did comedy, mm-hmm. I would one hundred percent. I think that's probably why I haven't done it mm-hmm. because I would be, I would probably probably be the Patrice O'Neill type. Like mm-hmm. I'm just just want to say it like it is right and it's not going to go over well with a lot of people you know Mm -hmm. or with the general masses especially you can't be a new comedian saying that kind of stuff and these kind of things and it's not to be vulgar or whatever it's just this um i think there's a this goes back to what you just said and it's not that you can't expect it i think we have to be truthful we have to be we have to be truthful on what happens in a male mind when he sees a female wearing something suggestive? See, now you're getting into, see, that's the thing. You're getting into a very slippery slope by saying suggestive. And I will say that. Well, that's where I just thought you were not, going. And so I, I know, yeah, yeah. So I'm, so I'm trying but, to use the right words because I don't want people to listen. And go, oh, well, they're saying that this girl put this on because it's suggestive. Mm-hmm. Here's the deal. And this could be controversial. Oh, well. All five of you guys that we know very well, I don't think you'll cancel us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I'm running for president in 20 when, years. <laughs> there is not a girl that goes into a store and puts on a pair of jeans or a pair of yoga pants that don't turn around in the mirror and look at her ass and decide if she's going to buy those pants Mm -hmm. because it makes her ass look good or those jeans. Or if her friend goes, 
those make your ass look really good, <laughs> right? The clothes will not go on the rack faster or back on the rack faster than clothes that don't make, that don't accentuate this, the parts that by the mm-hmm. male mind we are attracted to. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like you said, though, and I don't want to say this is suggestive, but they do. They go in there, and just like with men, we we put on clothes, we turn to the side to go, that make my belly look big? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the, you know, this cut on this shirt, this cut on the arms, does it make my arms look bigger? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we don't just stand there and go, oh, I like the way that, I like where that design is hitting. Yeah. Right? It's like, what does it how do? How buff do I look? Yeah. <laughs> how buff, do, exactly. How buff do I look? And so it's a very interesting dichotomy and dilemma when you go to the store and you go in there and you put on a pair of pants and you look at your butt and you say your butt look good. And, but then you go out in public and don't think that other people are judging your butt. Like it's just such a, it's such a, it's such a weird place that we're in. And I don't, I don't think that there's a lot of honesty Mm -hmm. um, because of being PC. I don't think that there's a lot of honesty when it comes to that kind of stuff. And so I know this is a long way back around. And so that's the problem I have with what happened with them putting out WAP on such a large scale. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. like if you, if your parents listen, I, I said to my friend, I said, listen, here's the deal. We used to sneak. We'd have to sneak and look at Playboy, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And and you go to 7-Eleven, there'd be Playboys, and they had a plastic cover, right? Yeah, because you couldn't, you know, when I was young, young, Playboys just sat there. You could walk up and just grab a Playboy. <laughs> and start browsing. And, and, and browse through it. Then they got to the point where they put them inside plastic covers. Oh. And you still were trying to peek through it, peek <laughs> around it, you know, you know, go mm-hmm. over and pick up Lowrider magazine and hopefully you could, you know, whatever. Or you pick up Lowrider magazine because it had half-naked girls in it. <laughs> it was what it was. You guys walk around with Pornhub in your pocket, <laughs> right? Like, let's be honest. You, you, got, you walk around with Pornhub in your pocket, right? And it's, it's just, I do, I am, I don't want to get off topic. I, I am very amazed at how well the internet is able to control accidentally stumbling up on porn. Yeah. Like, they, it's, that's the one thing about the internet I am one hundred percent amazed you are not gonna just stumble up (laughs) on porn on the internet you know what i'm saying you won't stumble up on straight porn but i think it's easy um i can't remember who it was but somebody like i was i'm friends with when they were younger got in trouble once because they were just like sitting there watching something it's mainly on youtube um god it got real bad right back at you (laughs) Hold on, let me just, this is going to take a second. Let me move the mic away. <clears throat> Am I better? Nope. <laughs> you know what, whatever. <laughs> um, sorry about that. Um, on YouTube, it's easy to watch certain creators, like kind of what we were talking about earlier. It's like you're watching one type of video, and it slowly leads to, even if it's not straight out, like 
super like erotic or whatever, it's still kind of like mm, I don't think a child should be watching right. this. Right. Exactly. But I mean, I think to a certain extent, what you're saying, I agree with that because right now, if you go on Google and look up balls.com, it's about like sports balls. Sports balls. Yeah. So no, they they do a very good job. So I'm not gonna say, but it's still so accessible. Mm -hmm. You know. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, yeah. if you went to a friend's house, he's like, I found my dad's Playboys. Right, and like, he showed it to you. That's one thing, but now, now, like I said, it's not. It's not that you're going to stumble upon it, but at, you know, eleven, twelve, thirteen years old, so it only takes one friend. Mm -hmm. It takes that one friend to be like, dude, <laughs> dude. I mean, let's be honest. So the other day, we're coming home from Taco Bell, mm -hmm. and Brady brings. We're talking about some movie, and Brady was like, "Yeah, I." downloaded that movie. Oh, Remember, yeah. he was like, I downloaded that movie. And he was mm -hmm. like, or you guys were like, it was available somewhere. Yeah. And it was, a, it, now, oh, it wasn't oh, a porn it movie. Was, um, it was like Avengers Endgame was on like X videos or something yeah. like that. No, he said he, it was on Pornhub. Remember? He's, One of the two, I, I don't know. One it was of something them. like that. But yeah, so he was like, yeah, it was available for download. <laughs> or you uh, could watch uh, it on you, one of these You could watch sites. it on one of, yeah. And so it's like, so it only takes that one kid, you know? And again... Dude, I found where you can watch Avengers Endgame and <laughs> see boobs. It's like, whoa. Exactly. So getting, so let's go back to analog times, right? Mm -hmm. I could sit there. We could be sitting at a table, right? Mm -hmm. We could be sitting at a table, and I could be like, dude, I'm a dad's playboys, <laughs> right? You know who gets to see them? My one or two friends. <laughs> yeah. Right? My one or two friends that get to come to my house or mm -hmm. I sneak out and we playing. Now, if somebody's at a table and they just mention Pornhub, like everybody at the table now is like, oh, when I get home, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to check out what they talk about. That's, so that's what I'm saying. They're like, are you 21? They're like, yep. <laughs> so it's, it's the accessibility not me, only am I just, 21, I'm 312. Yeah, ex <laughs> yeah. when was your date? It's like, <laughs> yeah, just keep on so, scrolling to the prohibition era. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, it's, I don't know, man. It's, it's, I don't, I would, I love to have this conversation with, you know, and like I said, at, a mother who has a child. A female, like I don't know, I don't personally see how you don't worry about that, mm -hmm. right? And that's just it is what it is. I guess know? that's one of those things. Um, and I meant to bring that up earlier. I meant to ask, like, how much how much responsibility responsibility do you think falls on the parents as far as like keeping your child? Like, I I don't think I don't listen. I spent more time with you guys mm -hmm. than probably. 95% of parents, you really get to spend with their kids, yeah. right? That being said, I knew that your friends and social circles were going to, is always going to influence you at this age mm -hmm. far more than any parent can. Yeah. So I think a parent, I think a parent has a responsibility to try to instill in your kids mm -hmm. knowing what's right or wrong, knowing what's harmful and hurtful, 
possibly to other people, mm-hmm. knowing your boundaries when it comes to things that are harmful and hurtful, right? But I don't know how much parents these days can control exposure. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just because you're growing. Like, to grow up, to hit 11, 12, whatever, and just not be inquisitive about the world mm-hmm. is just, it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't sense. really happen. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't happen. I mean, you know how many people I've heard say, like, because, I mean, with you guys, I, I got a lot of friends and people around me that have kids around the same age. And mm-hmm. I just remember, like, people's kids going to junior high school, and they're just mortified at what their kids are hearing. <laughs> You know, it's like it's very controllable to a certain extent, depending yeah, on where you are. At the house, it's very controllable. Like well, in elementary, in, in elementary school, but you get that seventh grade year. You know, because it's funny because they'll even there's even some schools that have dedicated sixth grades, so they yeah, can just or sixth grade. Sixth grade is a part of elementary it's, school. It's or yeah, but no, there's places that have dedicated sixth grade because it's mm-hmm. like this transitional period. They don't want you with the little kids. But they're not ready for you to be around those seventh and eighth graders. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so so they kind of ease you into it because it's something about coming back from that seventh grade year. That seventh grade well, summer. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not sure if it's like this at a lot of schools, like middle schools where it's sixth, seventh, eighth, but in Wester, they still kind of kept the sixth graders kind of confined to one hall. Right. And then you might have an elective um, somewhere uh, kind of more towards the 7th, 8th grade side. Or you might have P.E. But there were still halls you could take and you could avoid 7th, 8th graders. Um, and I think once you hit 7th grade, you've got, you can have classes kind of all over the school. And so you might be uh, in 7th grade and walk down to the 8th grade hall and hear something. Right. Or well, I don't even think it's so. It's not even to me. It's not even what you'll hear from seventh grade. I mean, you will hear stuff from seventh graders, mm-hmm. but I just think it's again, it's something about coming back from that seventh grade summer. Like, you know, what I'm saying, like everybody yeah. didn't go to church camp. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what I'm saying, like yeah. some people went and stayed with their cousins. You um, know, or, back in that bad. Yeah. yeah so what bad else was I going to say? And then in seventh and eighth grade, you can also get put into classes with. Now, this can happen in sixth grade, but for the most part, it doesn't. You can get in, like, seventh, eighth grade, you can be put into classes with... Um, Each other. With a kid in the grade above you. Right. So, you know... It's like just I more said, exposure, yeah. Yeah, like the eighth grade kid. I mean, I I know I was <laughs> the same way. When I was in strength and conditioning, there was a kid who I was friends with in, who was in seventh grade, and I know there was a lot... Or not a lot of things, but there was things I was saying that he was like, what's that? And then yeah. I have to sit there and try to explain it to him. See? And then See? I'm now sure he... We're the bad parents. The bad, the bad parents, that's, that's every parent, I think, for the most part. I'm sure he went on, he's like, yeah, this, like, the next year, <laughs> the next year, he was in some class with some seventh grader that he was cool with, and he was like, he mentioned something like, what's that? What's that? <laughs> then, yeah. Oh, he was a grade above you is what you're saying, yeah. No, he was a grade below me. It was a grade below you. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, of course. So, yeah. no, it's, I don't know, man, it's, it's wild. And then there's this, I don't even know this guy's name, and I didn't even mean to bring him up, but there's this guy that's gotten really big, this older black guy mm-hmm. that is just so brutally honest. I don't watch him because I don't 
not that I don't think it's necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't necessarily think it's necessary, but it's not my. It, I don't want to entertain myself with that. Like so, people find it so entertaining. Mm-hmm. But he has a YouTube channel, or he has videos, and he will. People, people, mostly women will call in. Oh no. Oh, yeah. I know who you're talking <laughs> yeah, about. That I know, dude. man, he is he does not let up. I've seen no, a couple of clips of he his. Does. And well, the thing is, is that it's not like it's just women. I saw this video of him talking to some dude, and I mean, he was laying into this dude. Yeah. This dude was, I can't remember, he was like talking about trouble getting women or something like that. And he was like, Well, he's like, Are you fat? And he goes, he goes, Well, and he goes, based off your response. He's like, I'm assuming you're not big, but you're not skinny or you're not in shape. And then um, he goes, now, what would you rate yourself? And the dude goes, um, and then he was like that. that. <laughs> yeah. He was like, now, why would a woman want to date you? And I was like, oh, yeah, my no. God, it's just mean. That, yeah, it's, I've only seen one video. I've seen people talk about him. People love him. They love watching him. I thought it was really funny. No, it, it's, again, it, if we lived, if we got to live in a brutally honest world, mm-hmm. then yeah, I don't. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's not that it's not true, but it's basically just entertainment purposes now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The one, the one I saw, was like this girl, and he was, you know, because he always go, "What do you rate yourself?" Yeah, and she was like, you know. She's like eight in looks and, you know, whatever. Because she was talking about... So I was talking to Carrie about her, about this dude. And apparently, um, these women... Women have a new term now I didn't know of. It's high-value men. I haven't heard that. Yeah, I got to find a high-value man. So high-value is a man who makes a certain amount of money, who drives a certain car. You know, and so all these women is like, yeah, I want to have a high-value man. And so that's kind of how he got started. It's kind of uh, going, you know, well. Do you deserve a high value? How man? are you going to get a high value man? He's, he's like, what do you, you know, what do you rate yourself? And he looked at her. He's like, I'm sorry. You're a three. <laughs> you're a three, four, maybe. Uh, right now. I think I, I saw is, something like that. Is that, that. Is, is, is that, listen, one thing I've learned in my old age is people are attracted to different things, mm-hmm. right? Compared, you know, everybody thinks that everybody's attracted to what they're attracted to. People are attracted. So she she could be an eight in somebody's book. Yeah. Right? But in general population, I have to agree with them. She wasn't <laughs> an eight. She was falling about that three, four. And then she had, like, I don't know, she had a, she she didn't work. She didn't have like she. Yeah, she doesn't she have. Just a, had, it's one of those things. that's like I need a six two man who makes a hundred k, a hundred fifty k a year. And I bring zero yeah. Yeah. to the table. Mm-hmm. Zero. Other than sex, and that's a bigger problem too. Like I bring sex to the table. Like yeah, yeah. So does she. You know. Yeah. So it's it's this weird dichotomy. So look him up if you want to. I'm not going to even say the dude's name. I don't even know the dude's name, mm-hmm. but you can find him if you want to. <laughs> He's it's it it is funny. It's it's funny in a sad kind of way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's one of those. I and mean, I I, I don't know people. how much you feel. I don't know how much you feel sorry for somebody who calls him. Mm-hmm. 
unless they just really are at a point where they're sitting there going, I need to just have an opinion. I need to have a truthful, honest opinion, mm-hmm. and they call in. Other than that, I think they just want to call in because they don't think he's going to say what they're going to say, and then he does. And Yeah. You know, and then it then it's like it's almost like the people that go on um um not the voice, the other one. America's got talent. Oh. No, no, yeah, not America's got talent. What's the other one? The first one. Uh American Idol. American Idol. Yeah, they, and they, they can they, sing, they can and, they sing and then when they tell them that they can't sing, they're just like, You don't know what you're missing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be a star one day. It's like, okay. So Yeah, Mary Roach. Anyway, how far are we in? We got uh, our um, one oh nine. 109, all right, we just Seems about. Like we've been going longer. All right, so I think we're going to go on and pass on that other deal. What? Because it could take a, it could be another hour conversation. I don't even know what you're referring to. Well, just the other, because, okay, so our next, our next oh, topic, oh, okay, okay. our next topic, we're going to kind of do a deep dive into racism and some of the racist things that's been going on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that could take I'll a just, time. yeah, and so... We should probably From, talk about yeah, no, what I am. you wrote down. I am. I know. <laughs> you just, <laughs> can't just leave people with yeah. the word kike out there, right? Yeah. Um, well, yesterday we had the unfortunate event where some white terrorist mm-hmm. decided he was going to go in and shoot a bunch of Asian people because of, I don't know, I haven't heard him say because of the whole China virus stuff, but I have to assume that I that has something to do I saw with. something where apparently he said it wasn't racially motivated but I mean considering every single person no actually was. it wasn't six six Asian people a white man a white lady and so it it may listen it may not have been because of it may have just been the business establishment he chose that's why i didn't want to say it yeah he like he said it wasn't um it wasn't well i mean even then i don't know maybe he just decided to go there for some reason but that's that's what i heard that it, he so, said it wasn't but i mean and i guess you know what easy i guess i should probably research it or let it pan itself out first mm-hmm. before we throw it in the racist category right because it may it may not have been it may have been a coincidence of the place he decided to walk into mm-hmm. we'll see Right. Um, we was going to just touch on that, but that was going to lead into the whole royal family deal, which we, we yeah. just totally dropped the ball on last week. So we got that as like far last as racism. Two weeks, really? Um, yeah. And then, so the, the whole kike deal. Yeah. There was a, there's a basketball player played for the Miami Heat. Um, I don't even care to know his name. I think his last name is Leonard or something like that. Yeah. He's playing, he's on Twitch playing a video game. Uh, and he, Warzone, I think. Yeah, well, yeah, he's playing cop. I'm just yeah. saying, he's playing a video game. He gets killed, or somebody does something, nice. and he calls a guy a effing kike. And that is just not a word that is in the, the normal lexicon. lexicon or vernacular. I mean, yeah, yeah it's just not normal. Hell, it's not something nigg- that you would say. Nigger. Is more common than calling somebody. Yeah, if you're gonna kike. get mad about something, yeah. it's e- or get mad at somebody, it's easier to just say yeah, the n call them the n word rather than call them that. I don't say n word because it it, it 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 is what it is, right? Yeah. So, and there's people that's like, well, it it he didn't know what it meant. 
he did. I'm like, no, mm, no. If like, you, if you're using that word, you know what. Like, it people means. Are like, you know, he's a basketball player. Why would he say that? I was like, because it happened in his head so fast. Yeah. That it just shot out his mouth, and he couldn't bring it back. Yeah. Even your brother's like, if you look, he didn't even pause. Like, it wasn't like you know because he, he said it. He, he compared it, it to what you call him. Um, PewDiePie on the bridge. That's what a lot of people were saying. They're because that PewDiePie on the bridge picture is like. Like goes down in internet history. Well, at this point. because he was because he said it and then he knew he was it was like PUBG. He go I'm trying to think. Yeah, he he like he doesn't die, but the dude finishes off his teammate and he goes, "Oh, what a fucking nigger!" And then he goes, "Oh," and so it was like takes it back yeah. um, instantly. So they're saying, "Well, he really did must not have known what it was because he didn't even pause." And it's like maybe, but maybe he didn't pause because like. It's now, just something that he says so often that it just... Either he says it so often or he says it in private or mm -hmm. he says it, you know, is something that it's in his vocabulary, right? Mm -hmm. Now, you cannot put two and two together, but this is the same guy who threw his religion up when he decided not... His whole, his whole team kneeled during that whole thing in the bubble mm -hmm. last year, the first night when everybody kneeled or the, the, the night after the... Um, Whatever. Yeah, one of those. When everybody was kneeling, he was the only one that stood. Mm -hmm. I, listen, I don't have a problem with that. I really don't have a problem with that. But he threw his religion out there. He threw, you know, like, I stand with them. You know, no pun intended, but I, I stand with them on what they believe in. I just choose not to kneel my religion it's like your religion and flag i mean he threw that all out there and here's mm -hmm. now the same person who's like yeah so we'll chat about that yeah, i want to because i don't even want to get into what has happened but there's so much stuff now that's going on who was um, i think h3h3 was talking about it. and he said something similar to you where it's like it's not that's not something Somebody just says if they're gonna if they're that is mad just not. I'm sorry. Head. Out of all the things that you're gonna say, that is just not. That's not it. Something that you say. That's almost, so. that's a word that like I haven't heard people saying. I don't know. I'm trying to think. I'm sure Cartman called um, <laughs> Kyle it on South Park at some point, and that was like the last time I heard it. Yeah. But um, like, there's just no way. I don't think so. Yeah. Maybe there is a maybe there is a subculture of people. Who say it all the time that we don't know? That's that may not be racist. I don't know. I just know that that's just not it's, something. I'm I'm I've got no, and that's a word. Wife. That's a word that I just have not heard a lot in my life. Yeah. And outside of it being a derogatory term. Yeah. His wife. He was still on stream and he just kept going. Like he didn't even stop it. He just kept going. And then his wife calls him in the middle of his stream, and you don't hear what she's saying, but I mean you can tell <laughs> it's like uh oh, like he's in some trouble. Oh. And oh he yeah, goes, he goes. All right, well, I gotta go, guys. And it was like, really? And then yeah. Um, so yeah, there's there's. So we'll talk. You know, we'll talk about that. And again, there was something else I want to talk about. Something that happened with some police officers, and I, I can't think of what it is. So um, we was trying to decide if we was gonna go extra long. And we're we're. I'm not gonna say we're at our new studio, but we are oh, yeah. coming to you live from the new Maker's Gym. Um, uh, common work yeah, space. Yeah, common workspace. And it's basically a really cool, really cool place that is built for common workspace for mm -hmm. creatives. They got 
um, video studios here. They have photography studios here. They have actually have podcast studios here. We're not using a podcast yeah, studio because I didn't want to use my credits because we can just come in here and sit and chat chat inside one of the meeting rooms that yeah, is part of my package. All of and our so. stuff. So yeah. Um, you think we'll record here again? Oh yeah. Or like, or you, do you think we'll mainly? I don't know. Here? I don't know. I like it. Yeah. No, I feel. I feel because I don't know something about like being at the house. I don't know. I feel like it's kind of one of those things where for a while doing work in my room, like schoolwork was, it was like, it's so easy to just kind of be like, eh. yeah, yeah. And no, I here, feel like being here. It's like, you know, it's, it's you feel like of, you're it, here for purpose. Yeah, you kind of gets the brain going and it, yeah. And so we are in the Basquiat room Basquiat right room. now. And so we got Basquiat watching mm-hmm. us kind of judging us on our, doesn't our, look too pleased. <laughs> he actually doesn't look too pleased, does yeah. he? He's kind of like, why are y'all shitting on my room? <laughs> like this. Anyway, so on that note, that is going to do it for yep. us for episode seven, episode um, seven, season two. And we are going to really flip this and turn around and get another episode out because I was telling RJ, I feel yeah. like we're about a week behind because we keep talking about things that happened two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. They've already hit the news cycle. So that's really why I wanted to talk about the whole Asian thing and racist stuff that's going on, but we'll yeah, get to well, that. Know, the thing, there's I mean, always going to be racist. There'll always be some racist to talk about. The thing is, I mean, just to kind of touch on that, this isn't like anything new. I know, like, you never really heard about it, which is wild. But like, we talked about how like hate crimes towards Asian people have spiked right, recently. Right, and so I think that that I think yesterday was the pinnacle yeah. of that where you couldn't sweep it up under the rug anymore, mm-hmm. right? It had to be addressed. Yeah, no, and it, so, yeah. It's why I mean, you know, it's one of those things that just wasn't being talked about for the longest time, and then now it's just people, like, you know, more people no. started... Oh, we talked about it, because we talked about the dude that... We talked about the dude back in quarantine that cussed, that went off on the Asian people for speaking, like, whatever their language was, in a restaurant, and then he came out, like, couple days later was like, oh, I'm really sorry. That's not me. I don't remember that. Oh, okay. That's not me. Yeah, Yeah, that's not me. So, um, you know, old boy's explanation about the kike deal. It was like, just insert name here. Not me. Not who I am. Going to work hard to be better. Insert, insert, insert name. Sign at the bottom. Read it out in public. I'm tired of it. I'm so tired of it. That's not me is not a valid defense. Obviously, you it said it. You, you said it. It's you. Yeah. In the heat of a moment, in the heat of the moment, you you showed who you, you are. And, and when somebody shows you who they are, believe them. So yeah, I mean that's almost that's also like one of those skills that you have. It's like grown men. You know, at school, you know, you curse around your friends and you learn when to say it. Like when there's teachers around, and I mean when teachers are not around. When teachers are not <laughs> around, like or when like yeah, yeah of when course. teachers are not around. Right. And so you think that'd be also you think that'd be one of those things where it's like, I mean, I've gotten. Like I guess you could say mad in class before, and it's not like in the heat of the moment. You just gonna gonna start blurting out, (laughs) just in the back of the classroom. No, like you have to learn to To control control things. And so, yeah, I mean, yeah. And so so you go, so you go. Yeah, I'm a cusser. I'm just, but I know when to cuss. You know, kind of deal. But it's one of those things where there's so many reasons why just that's not me isn't an acceptable. That is, I think that's one of the worst things. But so we're good now. We're getting into races. So let's let's Mm -hmm. just cut it off, and then we'll get Get back back out here, Mm -hmm. you know, soon, and get this recorded. And we'll we'll just definitely, unless something major happens, that'll be our topic, because I I think it could get I think it can get long because Mm -hmm. there's so much 
that comes with racism and what yeah, we've we experienced. Talk and talk and talk and talk. Well, what we what we experienced last summer and mm-hmm. what you know, one of the things even going into making this podcast is one of the first topics I always want to talk about is like what it's like being black growing up in suburbia. Mm-hmm. You know, what it's like being surrounded. You know, and there's there's so much that people don't understand of what it's like and how it feels. You know, that they just don't take into consideration. Yeah. And so, um, unless you are in it. Now, the thing is, most of the people that probably listen to us understand 100% what we're talking about. Yeah. But, especially from my point, but I'm very interested in knowing, like, what it's meant to you. So, anyway, we're going to hold on to that. So, yeah. for this episode, <laughs> my name is Randy. I am the Boomer. And I am RJ. I am the Zoomer. And we will talk to you next week. Uh, peace. I blanked. I blanked. Peace.